Well, good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the very first ever episode of the Guildford Gazetta. Wake up, soldier! It's 6.15am, Ballam Boot Camp. The pigeons are sleeping. You wish you were too. You're in line with the other squaddies. PT Full Metal Janet appears inches from your face. Now drop it, give me 20! 20 what, exactly? You can't tell there's so much mud in your ear. We recommend you go AWOL immediately and head down to Curry's PC World. You'll find more civilised advice on a great range of wearable tech. Start training on your own terms, with no bombastic brigadier to stamp on your good intentions. Jog on, Janet. Curry's PC World. We start with you. Well, good afternoon and thank you very much for joining us here in the very first ever Guildford Gazette podcast, All Things Carlisle City. It's ten past five, it's the 5th of October and here's your weather for Carlisle. Tonight it will be cloudy with showery outbreaks of rain lingering across the area, moving northwards during the night, heavy at times but becoming more isolated towards the dawn, and you can expect it to be very breezy. Tomorrow, tomorrow will be breezy with sunny intervals and scattered showers. One or two of the showers could be sharp and expect a brisk westerly wind. Well, it's the 5th of October. It's finally here. It's transfer day deadline. This is when Jim Smith shall be floating round the Sky Sports studio in his silk suit and his famous gold silk tie, talking to reporters that he's cunningly placed around all the Premier League stadiums, all hoping to get a glimpse of the very latest star to arrive or to leave. For small clubs, though, it's a nightmare. This is a time when they could lose their best players for next to nothing. Also a chance to bring in a sneaky little player who could help with promotion or relegation issues. It must be a nightmare for small clubs just now, and this is what we call professional football today. Now, let's talk Carlisle City. An outstanding performance at the weekend. Carlisle City playing Burtley Town down in Guildford Park in what can only be described as horrendous conditions. Carlisle City running out winners 3-0. Carlisle City FC produced an outstanding performance in what can only be described as horrendous conditions. The rain began to pour down heavily long before kickoff, and it was a credit to the groundsmen and the ground staff for ensuring this game went ahead at all. Right from the off, though, City pressed and yet again again were awarded with an early goal as Jordan Palmer slipped to the head after just two minutes. In midfield, the Blues looked outstanding and dominated most of the possession, playing fantastic football from back to front. In fact, to be honest, this was reciprocated by Burtley Town, who themselves at times played some beautiful football here in the wet and cold, and a credit not only to the two clubs, but to non-league football on the whole. 
Some really outstanding performances yesterday from the likes of Kieran Olsen, Michael Slack, James Earl and Dan Kirkup to name but a few. That will certainly have pleased manager Jim Nichols, who also enjoyed yet another clean sheet. That's 10 goals in three games as well. The lively Jordan Palmer and Kerr produced the goods when needed, but the second would come from the unlikely source. On the 15 minutes, City were awarded a free kick just outside the right-hand side of the box and as the ball was whipped in, there was Dan Kirkup rising like a phoenix and powering his headshot past the helpless Mills in goals. He certainly warmed the crowd up with his outstanding header. A crowd of nearly 80 in horrendous condition is testament to the character of the fans who follow non-league football. I want to also pay tribute to the chairman Brian Hall and to secretary Martin Denovolis who worked non-stop prior to kick-off in the pouring rain to ensure the game went ahead. We often forget the hard work done by the volunteers such as Jim McBride who worked hard in the car park and let's not forget our man Steve and his crew who made sure the fans were treated to some excellent warm food beverages today and it would have definitely been welcome. Now back to the match. The rest of the first half was certainly not a washout with both sides playing some outstanding football. I was impressed with Carla Young for Burtley Town who worked tirelessly and our very own club captain, yes, Josh Simpson, who was fantastic on the day. Burley pressed the City back line but were rebuffed time after time. However, Sam Henderson in the City goal when called into action produced some fantastic saves as we headed to half-time. City, however, were not done there and on the 32nd minute, Sam Axon all but ended the ties of contest as he popped up with the third and after some outstanding play from the middle of the park. I'm sure at half-time City manager Jim Nichols would have been a little nervous seeing Burley finish a little bit stronger, but he would have noted just how dogged we were in defence and how dangerous we were on the counter-attack. We came out for the second half as the conditions worsened, the pitch seemed to hold up and it was in this half we would see some of the finest football you will see in non-league football match in such horrendous conditions. Burley were more rugged and much more determined and pressed City when they could. But it was also clear that this was Jim Nichols' tactics. He was more than happy to allow Burley possession in their own half, just soak it up and then hit them on the break. And with so much pace up front, City, it was a great call. It continued to rain and the pitch began to look like it would cut up, but it actually it held up rather well. City continued to play the waiting game, and yes, Burtley Town huffed and puffed, but it was not quite the big bad wolf, but more reminiscent of an old lady trying to run for the bus. When the driver caught wind of her, he simply pulled away, and that's what City did. They just simply pulled away time after time. With the pace of Kerr, Palmer and Atkinson, it was only a matter of time before something had to give. And on the 80th minute, a clever through ball sent Kerr racing towards the goal in a race between himself and Burtley keeper Philip Mills, who sadly led with his feet and caught young Kerr. And so the referee was left with no choice but to award a penalty. I'm sure, and I'm positive, that some might say it was a soft decision. However, you know the rules, if you lead with your feet, then you have to be sure you get there. Mill wasn't, and he caught Kerr. And that's all you can say about it, it was a clear penalty. It would be young Kieran Kerr who, after dusting himself down, would step up to take the penalty and surely put City 4-0 up, and deservedly so. However, Bertley keeper Phil Mills produced a fantastic save to deny young Kerr, who looked physically disappointed with his attempt but overall it was a great save and yes not the finest penalty but by no means take anything away from Mills and goal 
The game, well, it began to fizzle and there were very few chances from either side as the weather wasn't and the pitch began to take the brunt of it. The referee finally blew for full time and the crowd applauded. Both teams were putting on a fantastic performance in such poor conditions. Speaking to the manager Jim Nichols after the game, he was too very, very pleased and satisfied with his entire team performance and he struggled to pick out any individual for praise instead lauding praise on his entire team, praising their attitude and discipline throughout. Jim Nichols earned his cross today. It was his tactics. They were excellent. His substitutions weren't inspirational. His team were hungry and they fed like starving wolves on the carcass of their opponents today. City, who now climb into Thorpe in the league, sent a clear message to the rest. We are a clear, yes, and a present danger to you all. As I said earlier, that's ten goals in three games. It's a fantastic return for a team who just a couple of weeks ago looked a shadow, looked shallow looked like cats caught in the headlines but not anymore, I was very impressed with Jim Nichols' team on Saturday, I hope you were too, looking forward to Wednesday night as Carla said to travel ahead away to Wellington should be an interesting game there, follow us on Twitter and Facebook for further details and further information about that and we hope to see you there this tempo's way too slow to tell you all there is to know. So I'm going to speed it up. Here we go. When you're holidaying in Rome, but you want it to look like you're at home, Hive Active lights will come on at night to make your living room nice and bright. Or if you left work in a hurry and you're trying to save some money, Hive Active plugs let you turn your appliances off whilst you're having your ear chewed off by your boss. How about you're at a romantic dinner for two and you want to check your kids home by curfew? Hive sensors monitor your front door so they won't be sneaking home late anymore. Whew. Because with Hive, you control your home from your phone, from your lights to your plugs to your sensors. See what else you can control at HiveHome.com. Hive products work with Hive Hub. Requires broadband. Oh no, little Timmy's got hold of a marker pen. My wall looks like a colouring book. What am I going to do? Flash! Ah! Cleans up the impossible! Wow, he's really made a mess. It's a pain, but we won't stress. In the hall, he's drawn overall. On the wall, lots of scrolls, but we can clean this up. Flash magic eraser, we love you. Flash! Ah! Cleans up the impossible! Welcome back to the Guildford Gazette with me, Dennis Devlin. This is Carlisle City's first ever podcast. And now what we're going to discuss is who are Carlisle City and how did we end up at Guildford Park? Here's a little extract from our club history. Carlisle City had moved to Guildford Park in the summer of 2015. This was following the demise of Celtic Nation. The first Northern Alliance game there, I'm afraid, was not a memorable one as Walker Central went home with all three points. Carlisle City finished their campaign that season in third behind Blythetown and promoted to Northern League and Whitley Bay A. But the FA's pyramid scheme was looking to expand, so Carlisle City took the opportunity of joining the Northwest Counties League and after 40 years of it in the Northern Alliance. In 2016-2017, Carlisle City were admitted to the Northwest Counties League, bringing Step 6 football for the first time to Carlisle City. The very first game at this level was in August 2016 with a visit from St Helens Town and we beat them 4-3 in a filling encounter at Guildford Park. 
That season saw Carlisle City finish 14th place in Division 1, ending with 54 points from 42 games. City's move to Guildford Park enabled the club to play once again in the FEVs after a gap of over 36 years. But Team Northumbria won 2-1 in Carlisle and after Michael Reid had put City ahead. The next campaign saw one less point gained, but the closing position improved from 11th. City won the FA Vaz game at Heating Stanton before losing at home to Thornaby in the final minute of the game. Regionalisation was introduced at the end of 2017-18 and Carlisle City began 2018-19 in the newly formed Division 1 North, cutting travelling quite considerably. This campaign began in scintillating fashion with successive early victories, sending Carlisle City clear at the top of the league. However, this form did not last, and a narrow defeat at home to the eventual champions Longreach Town seemed to signal the malaise from which City did not recover. In the early part of 2019, manager Dame Tosser and assistant Johnny Allen left the club to be replaced by former Penrith boss Jim Nichols and former Anna Athletic player Alan Inglis. The season ended with City in six with 67 points in 38 games and also beating semi-finalists in the Division 1 Cup, losing over two legs eventually to Sandback. The FA Vaz campaign ended with a heavy defeat to Thackley. Shortly after the end of this season, City were notified by the FA of the lateral movement to the Northern League. This was appealed by the club to the National Association at Wembley Stadium, but a subsequent appeal hearing proved to be fruitless and in 2018-2019-20 saw City in the Northern League Division 2 for the first time. How would you like a fantastic opportunity to become directly involved with Carlisle City Football Club? This is your opportunity to sponsor a player, sponsor a match ball or sponsor a match day. If you're a local business and this is something you like, give Brian Hall, the chairman, a call on 01228 523 or email him at chairmanccfc at gmail.com. Come on, the sky blues. LeaseYourNewCar.co.uk Business and personal vehicle leasing experts. We specialise in source, supply and funding of new and used passenger cars and commercial vehicles. Our team have funding solutions for every circumstance and can arrange finance arrangements for the private, individual, business customer or large fleet client as required. We supply cars, vans, businesses, personal, new, used. Find us at Riverside House, Warwick Road, Kalel, Cumbria, CA12BS. Or hey, for a personalised quotation, call us on 01228 648 766. Or email us sales at leaseyournewcar.co.uk. That's leaseyournewcar.co.uk. Fancy seeing your business in our programme? Well, anything's possible. Why not be a match ball sponsor and see your name in our programme? To sponsor the ball at one of our games, please ring Carlisle 01228 523 777. That's 01228 523 777. We do have other sponsorship opportunities. And again, please ring us on 01228 523 777. Come on, the sky blues. 
Imagine your business, your name, our shirt, your player, every time he scores. 12,000 followers on Twitter. A huge thank you to all our player sponsors. However, we still have players left to sponsor and it costs just £50 for the season. Ring 07739 478 547 now for further details. Put your name on the shirt and follow the Sky Blues. Why not make some noise for the boys? Come along and support Carlisle City. Our next fixture is Wednesday, October 7th, Wellington away. And then October the 10th, Easington Colliery away. October 17th, we are at home to Bedlington Terriers. Saturday, October the 24th, we're away to Crook Town. And then on Halloween, on the 31st October, come down and make some noise as Carlisle City welcome Newcastle University at home. Come on, guys, make some noise for the Sky Blues. Hi, and welcome back to the Guildford Gazette with me, Dennis. I hope you've enjoyed it. This has been a demonstration just to let you know what you can expect from the Guildford Gazette when we launch in the next coming week. If you're a local business and you've listened, it could be your name we are reading out. These could be your adverts. There are plenty of opportunities for sponsorship at Carlisle City Football Club. Give us a call on 01228 523 777 and show your support for the Sky Blues. Make some noise for the boys. The Little Griddle Mobile Event Catering. We are a family-run catering business who specialize in mobile catering and on-site catering for all occasions, including agricultural shows and sporting events. And you can find us on Facebook we are the Little Griddle, or you can call Susan Barker 07904 636 133, or call Steve Barker 07896 366358, or why not drop me an email, steveb10 at sky.com, that's steveb10 at sky.com. The Little Griddle, we serve up simply the best.
Imagine your business, your name, our shirt, your player, every time he scores. 12,000 followers on Twitter. A huge thank you to all our player sponsors. However, we still have players left to sponsor and it costs just £50 for the season. Ring 07739 478 547 now for further details. Put your name on the shirt and follow the Sky Blues. Wake up, soldier! It's 6.15am, Ballon Boot Camp. The pigeons are sleeping. You wish you were too. You're in line with the other squaddies. PT Full Metal Janet appears inches from your face. Now drop and give me 20! 20 what, exactly? You can't tell there's so much mud in your ear. We recommend you go AWOL immediately and head down to Curry's PC World. You'll find more civilised advice on a great range of wearable tech. Start training on your own terms with no bombastic brigadier to stamp on your good intentions. Jog on, Janet. Curry's PC World. We start with you.